Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to Life with Chris and Tatum. Here we are, guys. If you're new with us, we release a podcast every Wednesday. Woohoo! Yes, we want to invite you. Hit subscribe wherever you are consuming the content. And we want to ask if you would rate or leave a review for us. That would mean so much. A lot. I mean, it helps It helps the podcast rank higher. And it really does... A, a lot. Of, it's a it's a big benefit. It is. We wanted to just say thanks um, to all of you that are sharing this on social media and just helping spread the word and invite other people, your friends and family, neighbors, all those people to be a part of our life fellowship community. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. And today I am really excited. I want to jump right into our topic at hand. Uh, and I want to answer a uh, a very relevant question that people are having right now in culture, and that's how do you become somebody that is respected? That's I think that, that's a big question. I mean, how do you up your respect? Quotient. Yeah. How do you how do you up <laughs> it? How do you make it go to another level? So, in order for that to happen, I want to begin by asking you some questions for you just to grapple with personally. And here's a couple questions. Just just think about this. Uh, are are you a believable person? That's a good question. Tatum, when I look at you, I think you're a believable person. Well, thanks, babe. Yeah. Uh, here's another question. What is your respect quotient? Do other people trust the claims that you make? Here's another question for you to consider. How high of a percentage do you have in keeping your promises and commitments? And so here's a question that a lot of people people have, they, they say, okay, if, if, I, if I make a vow, if I uh, give somebody my word, uh, why can't I renegotiate that? Why, 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 do, why do I have to keep my word on everything? After all, like the circumstances change and we don't have control over everything. And so at times we just feel like, well, it's really not, not our fault. And I want to talk to us about how you can really up your respect quotient there in, in your life. And I think that's important. It is important. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people right now that they, they have lost respect. Because and they haven't kept their word, haven't right? kept their word. Yeah. So Matters. Um, let's do a little exercise and I want to read some names to you. In fact, Tatum, I'm going to have you read these names. All right. And before you do, sweetie, before you do, uh, when she reads the name, I want you to measure in your heart, in your mind, what what's your first reaction is when you hear these names? All right, mm, let's do it. Okay, let's start with this one, Mark Zuckerberg. Okay, so like what 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 comes to your mind when you when when you hear Mark? Okay, what comes to mind? How about Kanye West? Jeffrey Epstein. All right, there's a big one. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk. And here's a name that seems to incite a lot of opinions. Hillary Clinton. Okay, so there's there's a lot of feelings that are attached to every one of those names. 
Very true. Everyone so has their own they're, opinion. They have their, their opinion, own thought. whether or not you respect or not uh, these different individuals. So let me ask you a question. What if your name was on that list? Mm. How, how do people, what do they feel, what do they think when your name is mentioned? I think we know what we want people to think. It's a good question, though. So we know what we want them to think, but yeah. what are they actually thinking? That's so true. like, if your family was to answer that, what would they say? What, what about people you work with, your friends, people you associate with, uh, people who know you? When your name comes up and you're not around, yeah. what are they what's s- your respect level? What do they say? Yeah. What are they saying about you? And so what I want to do today is I really want to help your, whatever your name uh, uh, carries. carries, we want to up that today. And I think we're going to be able to really help you. You know, uh, we just finished up studying through the book of Proverbs. King Solomon said this in Proverbs 22, verse 1. In fact, Tatum, why don't you read this? A good name is more desirable than great riches. Oh, now that is countercultural right now. Everybody wants great riches, but Solomon is saying, I had all the riches, and I'd rather have a great name. A great name. And then it says, to be esteemed is better than silver or gold. I like that. Let me read this to you out of the message paraphrase. It says that a sterling reputation is better than striking it rich. A gracious spirit is better than money in the bank. That's good, baby. So like, it's so important. The the Bible makes it very clear that your reputation is more valuable to you than than all the riches that you can possibly matter. In fact, let me ask this. Uh, how many of you would would have wanted to trade places with Michael Jackson when he was alive? And the answer is no one. And and the reason is 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 because every single one of us we want a good name because our society despises dishonesty. And here's the truth: you can yeah. spend twenty years trying to build a good name. So good. Yeah. And in one instant, you can lose all that. All the years of a great reputation. Your, res- your respect, your yeah. reputation, it's gone. That's why it's really important to have... You, you, you want to live a life that lives on, and your name matters. It, it's, a big, it's a big deal. So let's think about something here for a second. I, I want to find out what your, your respect level is worth. Hmm. So, so think about this for a second. Um, put yourself in this situation. Okay, let's just say that you're at Home Depot and Tatum, you're picking up some mulch. How about that? I like that? some mulch. You gotta have now your color of mulch that you like on our yard. What is it? Brown, red, black. I like brown or black. Okay. I'm a ebony mulch girl. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> so Tatum always tells me which color to get, and then I'm the guy that has to go. I got to make it match the shutters. Yeah. So anyway, I'm the one that's got to see. I, I mean, I care, but I don't. You're so also much. colorblind, babe. Yeah. So I do have to tell you which one because well, I can tell black. Really <laughs> there's well, no brown color and black. In there's you know variation. Okay, but think about this: you're at Home Depot and you're picking up black bags of mulch. There you go. And when you're checking out, uh, you, you tell you tell the cashier, hey, I need 20 bags of mulch. And you pay for them, all right? And you've all been there before where you drive around. A lot of times there's not an attendant there. You load up your own vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes your back hurt. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. It doesn't make your – you're in the car. But yeah. it makes yours. No, anyway. yeah. But when you're loading up your vehicle, do you load up 20? Or yes. do you put an extra one in there? No, sir, we don't. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that is part of who you are. That's the real you, character. And that's a part of your respect level is what are you doing when nobody else sees? Mm -hmm. And I know what you're thinking right now. People are thinking, why are you talking so much about keeping your word and being a person of honor? It's because it has a direct impact on your reputation. Your word is the substance that makes your name good. That's true. So true. Say that again. Your word. Your word is, is yeah. the substance that makes your name good. good. Mm-hmm. In fact, honey, let me say it like this. Your reputation for 10 years could be determined by the actions that you take in just 10 minutes. So true. And nowadays, somebody's probably filming it because everybody's got their cameras and their phones out. So, Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you got to make sure. You know, One of the things that we think about here on staff is, is what we do, could it be shown on the 5 o'clock news? And if it can, that's one of the litmus tests that, okay, that's something that we would feel comfortable moving forward with. So uh, people will trust you with their time, their money, their stuff, their future, when they know, when they realize that you are a person of your word. Absolutely. And the more that you break your word, your, your vows, your promise, your believability quotient diminishes. And unfortunately, the the result is that you have less regard, less respect, fewer opportunities. That's true. Happens when uh, when we don't keep our word. We all, to some uh, extent or another, have credibility gap. Would you say so, Chris? Yeah. You remember what Rocky Balboa said in I think it was Rocky <laughs> number two movie. He looked at Adrian and he said, hey, yo, Adrian, he said, I got gaps and you you got got gaps gaps. and together we fill in each each other's other's gaps. gaps. And that's a good relationship secret, but that's not good to have gaps in your credibility. Not in your character or your credibility. (laughs) In your credibility or in your uh, respect. Quotient. Yeah, you got to have that. So a lot of people have a gap between what we say and what we actually do. So, I mean, think about this for a second. When you're at work, what what are the Mm -hmm. gaps? Maybe you falsified an expense report. So you put something down that was a personal expense and you made it look like it was a business expense. That's what your word is worth. Yeah, and we don't want to do that. No. And so when that that becomes discovered, your reputation factor goes down. And even if it doesn't get discovered, that is a reflection of who you really are. And it's going to begin to show up in other places in in your life. We got to reduce that gap. Here's another one. How about when you're in your home? You know, what, what, what about when you make a promise that you're going to get, we're going to get away with the kids next weekend and we promise that we won't go into debt and use credit cards and, you know, all yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. And you end up doing breaking what you said, what you, said you would yeah. do. Or maybe with your friends, maybe you call your friends up on Saturday and say, hey, let's go hang out and you forget your credit card. And you tell your friends, hey, I promise, if you just loan me some money, I will pay you yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you never do. These are things that eat away at your respect. diminish, yep, your respect among the people that usually you care about the most or you want to have the most influence in their lives, but now you lose a little bit more, a little bit more. It eats away at it. So let me ask you a question. What is your word worth? Not just what you say, but what does your life say? What does your actions say that your word is worth? And when... When your credibility gap gets to a certain point because of unkept promises, that's when you're in jeopardy. That's when, I mean, the alarms are going off. 
that you're going to be losing your job. You could lose your marriage. You could lose respect from your children. You could lose respect from, from good friends. We, we don't want to get to that place. So keeping your word and gaining respect is all about having Integrity. Absolute integrity. Yeah. And when you have integrity, nothing else matters. And when you don't have integrity, nothing else matters. So true. It's all about what you're doing and who you are when no one else is looking, when no one else sees are you who you really say that you are. I'm, I'm going to say this again. When, when, when you have integrity, nothing else matters. And when you don't have integrity, nothing else matters matters. So how do we reduce the credibility gap to the point where there's no gap that what you say and what you do, uh, let me say it like this, are inseparable, inseparable, you got it. twins. Yep. That they're in. When what you say and what you do is unanimous. Yeah, like it. You, which yeah, it it is who you are. That that what I'm saying and who I am and what I'm, my actions are are exactly the same. Exactly the same. So today, let me give you three ways that you can close the gap in your credibility. That's going to push your respect level way up. Okay, right? let me help. I'll start with the first one. Okay, make an ironclad deal. Make a deal with yourself that from now on, your yes and your nos are binding. Okay, this is massively important. Interesting enough, in Jesus's first sermon that is ever recorded, mm -hmm. the sixth topic that he preached on. Yeah, it was on this. Was on keeping your word. Yeah, yeah. It says in Matthew 5, 37. Tay, why don't you read it that? It says, simply let your yes be yes and your no, no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Pretty strong words. Massively strong. Yeah. yeah, we just But so simple, just meaningful, strong. Keep your word. If you say yes. And right now in culture, there's a lot of people I say yes, but then I don't follow up with that. My my actions say no. Or I tell people, no, I'm not gonna do that. And then my actions say they do it anyway. The exact yeah. opposite of that. And Jesus made it very clear. And I think it's very relevant for the culture of, of today. Again, if you want to be a person that is respected, Jesus is giving us the answers here in Matthew 5, 37. You know, uh, growing up, I was a big basketball fan. I used to love watching Michael Jordan play. Ta Me too, babe. That's right. See, Tatum and I, we play basketball. We're ballers yeah. back in the day. Yeah. If I had a basketball <laughs> right now, I'd be dribbling it all around. Now tell everybody who wins when you and I play. Chris, huh? I'm going to let my yes be yes, yes and my no be no. I'll be dunking on her. it's close. But it's we are pretty, pretty competitive when we play basketball. Yeah. She Chris always cheats a little bit. No. That, <laughs> no, this, this is my respect level here. What are you doing? I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding, but he is pretty aggressive. So we play some ball. And you are too. I know. I like it. Tatum's got a good long shot there. Yep. She's. I was, I was a three-pointer guard what, what girl. What position did you play in, well, in high school? I did play a lot of every position. I played guard for most of my 12-year career, but the older I got, the taller I got. So mm -hmm. then I was wing and number three. Well, somebody here four. doing this podcast has ADD because we were talking about getting respect and now we're ours, we're talking about basketball. You were going to tell us about yeah. growing up, Michael how you Jordan. always watched okay. basketball. So watch this. Back in 1997, Michael Jordan, beyond a shadow of a doubt, was the undisputable best basketball player yes, in the world. He was. And in the NBA, for more than a decade, he was never 
regarded as the highest paid I didn't player. know that. Never. No. He was not? And people ask, well, why didn't he hold out for a better contract? Like all the other guys and stars of the day, like Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and all these. Mm-hmm. And he said this, and, and I quote, okay. and I love this. He said, I've always signed six-year contracts for security, and I have always honored them. I gave my word that I would play for six years at the mm. agreed amount uh, upon amount. Mm. And he said that he did that, that he would stick with his word because he said, if his kids ever grew up watching him break his promise time yeah. after time, how is he going to ever teach them to be men and kids of their word? Yep, that's powerful. So he actually looked to his kids and said, the reason why I'm sticking with this is mm-hmm. because I gave my word and I'm going to stick with yep. it. Teaching them a lesson by example. When if anybody could have really demanded to be paid more or break a contract and probably gotten his way, easily it could have been, been Jordan. Him. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm just impressed by that. So uh, let me just say this: uh, if I ta- if I make a promise yes. to you, Tatum, and I'm looking at you, and she's <laughs> smiling. <laughs> I saw your notes. It uh-huh. says a little something there. No, I, <laughs> it says that if I, promise. if I make a promise, if I make a promise to take Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you <laughs> emphasize that if, the big if. No, but if <laughs> I promise, I should make you promise this right now. Promise. Hey, honey, I promise. Ooh. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean yo. I, no mean yo. <laughs> <laughs> we no are too goofy. Yo. All right. But but listen, listen, please, let's come back to this. If I promise to take you on a date, Chris, I have to keep my word. That's right. Where are so, we going? <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I promise, you know, if, if I'm out and I've 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 gone and done something somewhere, had to fly out somewhere, and I promised the kids that I would bring them home something, and I said it, I have to. You have to do it. I have to keep my word. When when you swipe your credit card and you say, oh, I, I'm going to buy this, you are making a promise that you're going to actually pay for that. Yes. We've got to be people that are yes means yes and are no means no. And when you do that, your respect level is going to go up. Here's the second thing. And Tatum, why don't you... Why don't you the second one it- is um, reduce your word weekly word output. I had to say it carefully because that's a lot of Word to that. (laughs) (laughs) Reduce your word weekly word output. Maybe I read it wrong. No. I mean, just reduce what you're saying every week. It says in Proverbs 10. Are you telling us to... You're about to hear this. Stop talking. Listen, in in Proverbs 10, 19, it says, (laughs) in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is is wise. wise. Here's what it says in the New Living Translation. It says, don't talk too much, for it fosters sin. Be sensible and turn off the flow. Wow. Isn't that great? Boy, wouldn't that be great in some social media opportunities? Just just reduce your weekly word output. In fact, check this out. They did a study. And they, they actually called it the Promise Predictor Index, mm-hmm. that when a person has 300 conversations in a week, they make 10 promises. And of those 10 promises, five of them are broken. Wow. Uh, if a person has 200 conversations in a week, they'll make on average seven promises, and 3.3 of those promises will be broken. If somebody has 60 conversations in a week, 
on average, they would make three promises and only one is broken. But when you get down to 59 or less conversations, the odds are that you keep your word 100% of the time. So the key is stop talking. That's what you're saying. Stop. Just what reduce. I want to know is who has 300 conversations in a week? There's a lot of people that have 300. that. 300. But I think what you're saying is just reduce your conversations and then you'll have better odds of actually keeping your word. Yeah. In fact, I heard about this, this husband who was trying to prove to his wife that Uh-oh. women talk more than men. And this is a fact, I feel honey. like I've heard this before, yeah. dear. He showed her a study which indicated that men use, on average, 1,500 words a day, whereas women only, where women use 30,000 words a day. Hold on. Men were 15,000. Men were 15,000. Women were 30,000 a yeah. day. Yep. He said, see, honey, I told you that women rattle on way too much. And she thought about it for a little while, then told her husband, if women use twice as many words as men, it's only because we've got to repeat everything we say. Amen. To which he said, did you say something, honey? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was good. That's funny. I don't care what you say. That's funny. All right, here's the third thing. I hope you guys are all having fun here today. When it comes to your word, measure twice. Cut once. Okay, this is a carpenter's trade. It's a trick. When it comes to your word, measure twice, cut once. In fact, I learned this years ago from Pastor Stefan. So not only is Pastor Stefan Klusman here at the staff, an amazing pastor, uh, but he's also, you may not know this, but he's a master carpenter. And so it was years ago that we were working on a project here at the church, and I went out to help him on some, some things there. And he told me this rule. rule. He said, one wrong cut on a piece of expensive uh, wood, and you're going to cut, you're going to cost the church hundreds of dollars. So he said, measure twice, cut once. I like that. That's good. Measure twice, cut cut once. So in other words, before you put your word out there, measure it carefully and ask, can I afford what it's going to cost me In, in time, money? Yeah. Energy? I mean, think about it. Even in credibility, is it worth the cost of the impact it has on other people's heart, their life, their res- your respect? Is it worth it? Quick to it's listen, a- slow to speak. God uh, gave us two ears. I was going to say that. One mouth. And we used to teach our kids that all the time. To listen twice as much as you talk. Yeah, uh, read, read this scripture. Proverbs 15, 28 says this, The heart of the righteous studies how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours forth evil. So let me say it like this. If you're going to be a good promise keeper, you've got to be a wise promise maker. So be wise. And listen, I'm, I'm not trying to create a generation of wimpy, uncommitted, I'm not going to do anything kind of people. No, I can't help you with that, honey. You're going to have to move that refrigerator <laughs> by yourself. You're going to have to go get all the mulch by yourself. No. Listen, uh, because I don't want to commit to something that I might in, inadvertently you know, break my promise. Uh, not at all. No. Uh, we, we've got to be people that rise to the occasion. Let's be men and women of honor that our reputations exceed others. Let's be people of our words. Yes, yes. And But let's be mindful of what we say with our mouths. And what we commit to do that we do, and that what, when no one else is looking, when we said we're not going to do it, that we're not going to do it. Yeah. And so let me just, let me just say this as, as we get ready to close. And 
I want you, I'm going to count to three. And on the count of three, I want you to say your name out loud. All right. I'm going to say my name. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Chris. Tatum. So Chris, you, your name, if you will consistently do what we've talked about today, your respect quotient will begin to peak. And when people hear your name, that when it's uttered, it will be sterling. People are going to say of you, that's a good person. That's somebody that you can trust. And there's nothing more valuable in the, wor- in the world than that. And that's going to be so your true. name. When, so when they speak your name, they're so going to be true. thinking those things. And I want to encourage those of you who are listening who may maybe think about yourselves. I don't have a good reputation. Or I know when people say my name, they think of my past. They think of my mistakes. They think of my shortcomings or my sin. I'm known for the bad choices I've made rather than the good. So I would I would just say to you today is it's never too late. It's never too late for you to begin again, start fresh today with the help of the Holy Spirit and the truth of God's word. You can be everything that God intended you to be. It's not it's not something that's too hard for the Lord. Yes, will it take um, focus? Yes, will it take diligence? Yes, is it going to take consistency in doing what you say you're going to do? Of course, of course it will. But it's nothing that's too hard for, with the help of God in your life, you to change. I can do all things. Through Christ. Through Christ. It's never too late yep. to do the right thing. It's never too late to change the reputation. It's yes. never too late to start keeping your word. Yes. Start keeping your word so, with your family and your yes. friends and your kids and your Don't work. believe the lie of the enemy that because your reputation is one thing now, that it will always be that way. So do these three things and watch it begin to rise, baby, rise. That's right. Hey, everybody. We've had a lot of fun today. We are so excited about next week. Uh, we're going to be answering some mailbag questions that, we are. that have come in. And if you have those mailbag questions, you can email them to us at info at lifefellowship.com. T yes, v, please send we them. Want we want to hear from you. So help us have some fun questions or topics that you want our perspective on. Send us your questions. And so Eric, from, from Tatum and I, we are so thankful that you have joined with us today. Again, if you enjoyed this, why don't you share this out on social media, invite other people to be a part of the Life Fellowship community. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, and I will see you on Sunday. I hope you guys have a great, great day. Bye, guys. Hey, just want you to know, We cannot be defeated, and we will not quit. God bless y'all.